Live from our mouths to your brain, it's Retronauts. Live. Yeah. live it's a new show it's totally not the old retronauts so i never have to get to episode 100 just to spite people so it's live for us it's live for us it's live for people who call in (laughs) every show is live for us someday it will be live when we can stream live stream videos but right now our tech team uh, knocked our our Wi-Fi network offline, and I don't know why they haven't put it up yet. But it was well, they like they sent days. an email yesterday saying it'll be up. No, they sent day. an email two days ago saying oh, it'll days. be up either this afternoon, by which they meant two afternoons ago, or right. tomorrow, That's by right. which they meant yesterday. And neither of those things actually happened. Right. So. Yeah, so I, I was I was kind I, of counting on being able to live stream this episode, but no. I tech don't work here. team will ruin your day. I don't work here, so. I disavow all knowledge and responsibility. You all right. You are irresponsible. So, show Jeremy, up. is this a follow-up show to our previous yes, show? Yes, because people complained that we didn't go enough into depth in Zelda. And kind of the point of this show is that we're not going to go super into depth. Yeah. Because I feel like, uh, I feel like you know, depth is something that's better in, in written form. Mm-hmm. And we can, we can go into detail, but I don't want people to expect this to be like some kind of comprehensive, all-inclusive yeah. video gaming podcast that will explore the depths of history. We've tried that, and it, it kind of fizzled out. So instead, uh, the idea of this is to just kind of, you know, work Let's off talk. the energy and, and contributions of, of listeners or callers and, you know, like uh, just get some, some synergy going. So uh, I'm going to put some money down and say uh, that we're not going to get any questions about the Famicom disk system. I don't uh, think that's true. I think we will get at least... Three questions about what? Wow. I'm crossing my fingers on this one, but yeah, right. okay. I mean, I, I specifically promoted it as like Famicom Disk System, but okay. we'll see. All right. But yeah, we have to do Zelda again because no one asked about A Link to the Past. We put up a feature that said A Link to the Past is still this, the, the best Zelda game, mm-hmm. and no one no one actually said not a single mention but isn't, at all of A Link to the Past in the last episode. Isn't so, the point that people can call in and just sort of talk about whatever they want to? Yeah, yeah no, that is but the I feel point, like, yeah. I feel like, you know, there's still, that, that just made me realize there's still a little more of Zelda that we should be able that to cover. That we can choke and, out. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I don't want to belabor the point this will definitely be the last of the zelda <laughs> podcasts but but i do uh, think that you know there is still quite a bit of of coverage to to be spread and you know if we're splitting it across zelda and cross fingers uh family comedy system you know it could be a pretty wide-ranging episode all but right next week we'll totally do something else if nobody belabored the point there would be no such thing as video game podcasts or video game <laughs> websites so, so anyway let's start taking calls yeah, i'm gonna turn on the ringer now and there there might be someone on the phone right now and they're gonna be like hey why'd they just hang up on me but so it goes so yeah turn it on the ringer brace yourselves folks whoa as you literally reach up and press yes. buttons on a, okay. on a phone. All right. Here we go. So we are now live. Lines and, and are so open. Forth. And I've tested this with my own phone, so I know that it will work. Let's talk. Theoretically. That, that thing is Call like no cell now. phone that I've ever seen. <laughs> that has wires coming out of it and like. 
It's a crazy phone. Kind of a weird curly wire. I oh, wish I wish we a had collar. a rotary. I wish we had a rotary phone, but sadly we don't. We'll just have to make do with this. Oh, oh that was nice. One ring. No. Huh? <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Uh, here we go. Right. Hello, you're on. Whoa, you're on Retronauts, and we are echoing. How are you today? I'm good. Are you? How good are you? I'm fantastic. Right? Wow, that's what I want to hear. Yes. So, who are yeah. you, Mister Fantastic? Uh, I'm in. I'm in upstate New York. No, no who cool. are you? You got the. You got the wrong. The wrong. What is that pronoun? <laughs> what the hell is that? Who, who are you, who, sir? What who is your are name? You? Wait, what? Who are you? Said the caterpillar. I'm Ethan. Ethan. Welcome, right. welcome to Retronauts, Ethan. Hello, Ethan from New York. Hello. Do uh, you have a question? I do have a question for you guys. You guys last time didn't mention Link's multiplayer outing, like in Four Swords for uh, an Unreal tournament, right? <laughs> um. Well, I, I was thinking, do you think there's a future for Legend of Zelda in multiplayer? Because I really enjoyed it on the GameCube, but I, it hasn't, uh, nothing's come from it. Uh, my, my answer to that would be just given uh, the direction Nintendo is going, yeah, very probably. But it will probably be more of the, you know, sit around your, your television with your family and play. Yeah. I don't ever see Zelda going online. Lots Do you, Chris? Remote. What's that? Lots of shaking up and down the Wii remote. Yes, quite possibly. I feel like right. th I feel like this. I think that Nintendo tried to sell a multiplayer-only Zelda with four swords, and and did not really see a lot of success there. Mm -hmm. And so they have made ex done experiments with multiplayer Zelda. With every single time they do a DS version, there's some multiplayer game attached to it. Um, and I think that that for the foreseeable future is what they're going to try to do is to attach multiplayer to portable Zelda games. Um, but as far as doing other four swords, and I hate to say it because I loved four swords, I don't I don't really see them doing that. Well, I I think. The the failure of Four Swords, if it was a failure, had more to do with the the stupidity of the connectivity thing, uh, which was inconvenient and horrible. Like you had to have Game Boy advances hooked up with wires to your GameCube, and and that was stupid. And it's mm -hmm. terrible that they did that. And I think that there was a really good idea in Four Swords, and I think it actually would have worked a lot better on DS because it's you know wireless connectivity to Wii, and uh, they never really dabbled in that. But but mm -hmm. I think. Honestly, given given the success of New Super Mario Brothers mm -hmm. Wii, where it was kind of like drop in, drop out, single player, multiplayer, seamless style. I don't know how you do that with Zelda, but I'm sure they have some ideas, and I'm sure that they will explore that avenue with uh, with Zelda multiplayer. I don't think it's what people expect from a Zelda game. Um, I think when people see Zelda on the cover of a box, they're not expecting a game like Four Swords, where it's a where it's a sort of a multiplayer uh, party game. They're expecting a, a big, grand, single-player adventure. And I think Nintendo is happy to kind of leave the party game stuff to um, things like New Super Mario Brothers. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, actually, thanks. Yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Ethan. Ethan from upstate New York. All right, let's go to our next caller. If there is, in fact, a next caller. Oh, there well, is I guess there is, in fact, a next caller. Mm -hmm. Greetings. Whoa. Greetings to you. You're on Retronauts, and like everyone else, you're... Echoing, echoing, echoing. Yep. So, uh, who is this? Oh, my name is Carly. I'm from Hayward, from California. Oh, that's oh, pretty cool. close, actually. Yeah, why don't you come on over? <laughs> be great. <laughs> so, 
Uh, get on, get on the Bart and come on over by the right at Montgomery. No, 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 guy, guy, guys, guys. Jeremy's, <laughs> Jeremy's wearing a tweed jacket. <laughs> so, what can we do for you, sir? I just have a question about uh, basically Zelda fatigue. Zelda fatigue, mm. yeah, like that's not that Zelda fatigues, right? Fatigue, single, <laughs> single, to, single, plural. Whatever. I think it's, no, I think it's called a tunic. That thing he wears. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go on. It's just that it, um, I've been playing since the I think the past, and it's only around now that I'm start, starting to hear people feeling tired of the Zelda formula, and that, but that's like nine games I've passed, and that almost a decade. Why do you suppose the, the Zelda formula? lasted so long compared to, I don't know, Call of Duty, which took only four years before people started to get fed up with it. Mm, I I actually feel like people were complaining about the Zelda formula back with Twilight Princess, and that was five years ago. I think at, at Twilight Princess they said, well, this game is just like Wind Waker structurally, and that was just like Ocarina of Time structurally, and that was just like A Link to the Past structurally. And um, so, you know, take five years off of that. That's like a decade of before it, before they got to burn out. And when you when you look back at the uh, the early years of Zelda, from the original Legend of Zelda to Ocarina of Time, that was like five games total in the course of a decade. And we've had like twice that many in the same amount of time. So I feel like there are more Zelda games, and uh, they're, they're generally kind of sticking to the same formula, the same weapons, the same dungeon structures, and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. I think that accounts for a lot of it. At the same time, there's only more Zelda games now in comparison to what we had in the past. Like, as far as other game franchises, you know, Zelda games do still come out at a very slow trickle. And even then, you know, they they really do try to make each one of them quality. And they do make a lot of different changes to the games. It's not as in Call of Duty, where you pretty much know what you're signing up for as soon as you buy the game. You know, there are a lot of things that are dramatically different. And it's not a yearly release schedule. However, you are right. I mean, they they have put out a whole lot of Zelda games, you know, recently. um, And I think it has diluted the appeal of each one that comes later. Yeah, I mean, originally Zelda games came like every three to four years. And now they're biennial, at least, sometimes more frequently than that. Um, And, you know, they're, they're different. Like, it's been five years between Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. But at the same time, in that, in the interim, you had two handheld games that I think didn't really hit the notes that people wanted from a Zelda game, at least not the core fan base. And I think, you know, kind of these sort of side experiments like that and Four Swords and Minish Cap, um, I think, you know, those are creating kind of like a Zelda continuity or, or, or universe that people aren't really necessarily wanting from the games. So that also has tainted the appeal somewhat. Yeah, at least that's my perception. Maybe I'm wrong. I think the answer is just that fans are extremely fickle, and I hate them. <laughs> yeah, sure sounds like it. All right, well, hey, uh, thanks a lot, Thanks sir. for calling. Yeah. No problem. So, you know, in defense of F. Scott Fitzgerald, I would experience some Zelda fatigue also. If you being, were married to her? Being married to Zelda Fitzgerald. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's really hard to deal with uh, someone with those kind of disabilities. True. But that's yeah. just marriage. Yeah. All right, time yeah. for another call. Hello. Thank you for calling Retronauts. Are you experiencing Zelda fatigue? Yeah, I'd, li- I'd like to place an order for delivery. Okay, what can, we, what can we get for you? I would like, let's see, some blue moblins, some pea hats. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, any specific you want quantities? Me, you want me to pee on your hat? Am I hearing this correctly? <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, but I'm afraid this is not a customer service that we provide. You know, wait. <laughs> Next caller. 
Oh, come on. Come on, caller. We got a lot of callers. Yo. Yo. Yay. Hello. Yo, MTV Raps. Hey, uh, it's Al. My name's Alec, uh, also known as Spirit Gate on the forums. Hi, Alec, also known as Spirit Gate. Uh, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Jacksonville, Florida. And why are you calling? Well, all right. You're talking, uh, T Frog. You were talking about how you were. <clears throat> no, wait, 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 wait. We need to stop right there. I don't believe your name is Shane Bettenhausen, and therefore you have not earned the right <laughs> to use the T Frog <laughs> moniker. You may call me Mr. Oh, Parrish. Bettenhausen has put his dues in. He gets to do that. I don't you may also that. call me Dr. Spitesworth, but uh, go on. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, you're talking about how no one was talking about links uh, Link to the Past, how it was like the best ever, and that everything else is like, you know. Well, see, the only thing, the only problem I have with it is that ever since then, with the exception of uh, Link's Awakening, like all of them have been based on a gimmick. Like, it's always, you know, with Wind Waker, it was about the ship. With Majora's Mask, it was all about the side quests and learning about Termina and everything like that. Well, like, ever since last year's Darksiders, like, it's proved to me that why does Zelda need a gimmick? Zelda doesn't need a gimmick. It could just be about, like, the old school NES games where it's just you, a sword and a shield, and, you know, just an overworld, go have fun. Okay, but but a link to the past was based on a gimmick. Yeah. There were two worlds. You had to get the moon pearl, or else you turned into a bunny rabbit. And, uh, and Zelda Two was built on a gimmick, which was that it hated you and wanted you to die. Right. <laughs> oh, I hated that game. I, li- <laughs> I liked and hated. I the more the only game I really hate of that whole thing is like Majora's Mask. I just hate the whole thing about. Wow, you you have an quest. you have a, an opinion that cult favorites will not appreciate but but the general populace will actually the general populace will be like mature is what yeah i didn't play that game yeah so so what you're saying is uh, that you want a game I, I that is the entirety of majora's mass i just didn't like the fact that it was just mostly side quests. that was the only problem I had. so what you're saying I, is i mostly play for the for the dungeons and the and fighting the bosses and like exploring and stuff that's what that's what i'm all about that's Okay, well you still so, get that so what you, you have what you want also. is yeah what you want is a game that's just like Go from one dungeon to the next, and that's it. Like you're just yeah. running around high rule, killing I'm stuff. I'm gonna jump in here while what you guys are, ju- are jumping down our callers' throats. And I, I mean, I, I see where you're Who's coming jumping from. Jumping down what throat? <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, caller. I mean, I can see. You know, I mean, for me, like playing Spirit Tracks. I mean, the the thing that I found the most distasteful was like riding around on the train. Like it does seem like they they want to they want to to use the old Chinese expression, add feet to a snake. The snake is perfectly fine. It doesn't need feet. I'm I'm glad they're adding the original things to it. The only problem is like the whole game is based around this one gimmick, this one little thing that you're. Well, not the whole game. Hey now. Well, I mean, like (laughs) most of it. No, something that no, I understand. Something that kind of pervades the whole game. Yeah, you know, it's, true. it's there from start to finish, and uh, so, you've, you've got to tackle it. So you're saying that Darksiders was basically just like Zelda minus anything that minus, made minus the unique the games minus, unique. Like, it was a whole bunch of different things, like. It was basically like that was the whole that was like the old school way, uh, like of Zelda because it was all like there was these little these all these different little things and not one of them like was the whole game the, like the whole game was just the overworld. That, that, you could probably I see. That. So yeah. so your your big complaint is just that each Zelda game has one new hook. It's there aren't yeah. a lot of new ideas, lots of fresh ideas. It's that they say what is what is the main like. Uh, kind of side element to this game that differentiates it from the other, and rather than throwing in lots of new ideas. So it's kind of, I guess you're kind of saying that it's the opposite of Mario games, because Mario games just like, 
every level has its own crazy idea. Whereas exactly. in Zelda, it's exactly. like every dungeon's kind of the same as in the other Zelda games, but then you have some big, like, big concept linking everything together. Am I right exactly. here? Exactly. Okay. Uh, and, and Super Mario Brothers Three was a bit was a big thing for that series because there's a whole bunch of little ideas, mm-hmm. and, it, and the whole world was like, "This is this idea. We're gonna throw this at you." And like little big world, that was uh, the the little, little bit in big world and, and world four. That was right, awesome. right. I think that's an insightful insight. It yes. is. Well, thank you very much, sir. Thank you for inciting us to wrath. Awesome. Bye. Bye. I was really uh, disappointed when I found out Little Big Planet was not Little Big World Three. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry about that. What's with these single calls we keep? Like people do they, call and ring once, and then they're like, "Ah, screw it." Maybe it's been ringing all this time. I, I wish it. I could make a uh, it... another literary joke. I don't have any more in. Okay, right well, I'll make one for you. We have okay. another caller. Thank you for calling Retronauts, the veritable wasteland of. Okay, we were trying to make literary jokes and it's not working out. Hi, how, who are you and how are you? Uh, I'm uh, Brian Silvers, RR Big Man on the boards. Mm-hmm. And, okay. Uh, I was going to ask you, what do you think the chances are for another game to be set in the Termina universe of Majora's Mask for Zelda? Mm. I would say I mean, none like, whatsoever. It's like about the same chances that Nintendo will make another Clue Clue Land. Like, they might... But no, I, I would say uh, I'm I'm more inclined to expect like Clue Clue Land 3DS than I am Majora's Mask 2. The thing I, I think the thing that people really love about Majora's Mask and what made it so interesting is that it's really this compact self uh, self contained standalone game. Like it exists in, I mean it, it's in in terms of actual content of the game, it's like three days of a universe. And by the end of you know the three days, as you go go, go through the cycle of traveling back in time and repeating your actions like you've done everything you can possibly do within that world i don't mm-hmm. i don't think there's any any need to go back to terminal right. really and nintendo really doesn't that's not the kind of game design that they practice you know they don't they don't come up with a setting and then figure out a game that fits they start making the game and then mm-hmm. the, the setting is suggested by the gameplay it had to be a separate world built around this clock tower because that was the the game that they were making yeah i mean they can't really go back to that world uh, without just completely redoing the game as it was again because it was designed for that specific kind of gameplay yeah, like, it'd, like, be, it'd be like oh here we go again you know that would be the only way to go about it the only time you really see direct sequels to nintendo games is when they have so many ideas they just couldn't fit them in the first one like super mario galaxy 2 they didn't just reprise a bunch of worlds yeah. from super mario galaxy they, they did bring back a couple and you know kind of refit those with new new obstacles but mostly it was just stuff that you know they thought was cool but they didn't have they didn't have time or space to put that in the first game and uh, you're not going to see like Final Fantasy 13 2 in a in a Zelda game I think mm-hmm. I think that um you know what's interesting that happened with Spirit Tracks in Japan is that uh, it it bombed right Spirit Tracks came out um, it did. It did. It did. I mean, they they printed. Yeah, way it was too in the copies. it was in the budget rack in like a month. Retailers bought too many copies, and Spirit Tracks. You could go after it after it came out a couple of weeks later, and you could buy it for like five dollars in in Japanese stores. And what I think, what I think that told Nintendo is that maybe they should probably take a step back from this, from all these Zelda games that they're releasing, mm-hmm. and and really rethink it. And the next time they put out a Zelda game, really understand what it is they're what it is they're doing and uh so i I don't think we're going to see too many more experimental zelda games from them for the near future and i think that that that, that's why that ties back into your question could i I just ask one more thing sure sure is it about the famicom disc system oh 
I'm about to lose a bet here. Uh, go on. Ask your question. Well, I, I kind of was going to ask about, not just for the Majora's Mask world, but do you think that we would ever see the happy mask salesman again? Um, I Actually, see him that's... every night when I close my eyes and go to sleep. <laughs> I think that's more likely because you do see a lot of characters making cameos yeah. across Zelda games. Uh, like, and, and even Nintendo, if you don't, yeah, even if you don't see cross universes, in, right? In and even if you don't see the actual character, like in in Twilight Princess, Twi Tingle wasn't actually in there, but there was a dude who was mm -hmm. clearly a reference to Tingle, except he was all like macho. So yeah, I mean that that's the sort of thing that you probably will see again in some in some case. If if Nintendo gets the idea that people really like that character, or if it's a character that you know uh, someone like Eiji Aonuma really loves, then yeah, you'll you'll see him pop up again in some form, I'm sure. So hey, good questions. Thanks a lot, sir. Yeah, thanks. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. We need to get the little AOL guy to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> when they first call in, you should ask them like, "What's your name and where are you from?" Nah. No, we do that usually. Who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> Thank you for calling Retronauts. Who's your daddy? Hey, Retronauts. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you totally ignored my, my conversational gambit. You, you, you kind of threw me there because I was going to uh, introduce myself. Um, I actually go by the handle of Daddy Mulk when I post Sense of Confusion. Oh, wow. Okay. Thought that we had actually uh, that was a freakish whoa. coincidence, and I, I um, I'm going to call Yuri Geller right now. So, and and where are you from, Daddy? Uh, I'm here in Columbus, Ohio. All right. And what so what can I, we do for my, you? My sister lives out there. Go say hi to her. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've actually got two questions for you. Uh, one's a little bit lengthy. The other's pretty quick and to the point. Uh, is it okay to ask them both? Or well, let's start with yeah. let's start with the lengthy one, and maybe we'll have time for the coda. Oh, sure. Okay, so uh, recently I played all the way through 3D.GameHeroes, uh, and uh, while I feel it was uh, definitely the best uh, spiritual successor to the original Legend of Zelda I've experienced in quite some time, uh, I kind of felt out it uh, missed out in one important area. Uh, it had too much hand-holding, and, you know, I feel as the game progresses, it doesn't have quite so much, but the early section... Uh, was definitely marred by way too many instances of unwanted help, and it kind of reminded me of the downside of A Link to the Past. As uh, much as I love that game, I kind of feel something was lost when Nint Nintendo made it so blatantly obvious uh, with things like where each temple was located on the map and where exactly to bomb to find the hidden caves. Um, so my question is, why do you think Nintendo is so reluctant to release a Zelda game um, that basically doesn't coddle the player as many of so many of the games out today do. I don't think A Link to the Past coddled the player at all. No, I mean, no, there's a difference between saying, like, here's kind of the general area where stuff is on the map and saying, here is how you get into the temple and here is how right. you solve the yeah, temple. Yeah, that's good, that's good game design versus coddling. I mean, yeah, I mean, the original Legend of Zelda, as innovative as it was and as much as I loved it back in the day, like, it did a lot of things that I, like, I really don't think qualify as good game design at this point. It was very every tree on fire. Yeah, it was try very to oblique. every rock. Right. And it, it just kind of, like, threw you into this world and let you explore. And that was really great for the time because there was never any other game before that that, that did that. And so it was a unique and, and refreshing and original experience. Mm -hmm. But, you know, once we had kind of gotten used to the BS... Uh, I think it was it was good for games to evolve into something a little friendlier, and I think that there is a, a, a line that you can draw between 
um, making things non-hostile to the gamer and being coddling to the gamer. Yeah, I mean, in, in, even in Link to the Past, you know, I still had moments where I didn't know what to do next. Yeah, and, and had I, to figure it out. And mm -hmm. and but it was the right amount of that. Like Zelda should have a little bit yeah. of that. Um, and coddling, and, I think, would be like the first five or six hours of Twilight Princess, where you you're really kind of smothered and suffocated yeah. by by uh -huh. the game's progression. But but for the most part, I think Zelda's really good about not not being overly suffocating. And you know, back in the day, you, they could make a video game, and they knew that you were going to buy this one video game, and you were going to hammer your head against it until you finished it, right? right? Mm -hmm. Because you didn't have many other video games, and you didn't have much money else to buy other video games if there were any. Now. As soon as a video game starts to lose you, there are a hundred other things demanding your attention. Mm -hmm. And so the 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 driving kind of, you know, gameplay model now is to make sure the player doesn't get frustrated and quit the game because that's just death. And, you know, whether that's good or bad um, is, as far as game design goes, is definitely up to debate. But that's kind of, Nintendo sees the writing on the wall as much as anybody, and they just want to keep that player there and keep them hooked. I'm right. going and, bad and, because I've, you know, quit most Zelda games when I've hit a wall. Just, I mean, like it happens even in Zelda, even mm -hmm. in the modern sort of handholdy ones, right? You know, yeah, and it's 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 interesting that you would mention uh, 3D Dot Game Heroes because that's from from Software, who also is recently best known for Demon Souls, which doesn't hold your hand at all. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's there's obviously still some you know some space in the the games industry for this kind of like yeah screw you player, you play by our rules or you die. Mm -hmm. And you know, some people get off on that, but you know, that's. That, that's very much a, a niche. It's I not mean, the, the, it's... the people who will buy those games are getting are getting fewer and fewer by the day. All right, right. Uh, very quickly, what is your quick question, caller? Okay, very, very good points. Um, the uh, the second question. Uh, this is probably going to cause some controversy, so I'm hesitant to state it, but I shall in any way. Um, please justify your love of Link's Awakening. So I don't completely dislike the game, but I feel personally it's far from the best Zelda. And it seems to get a lot of uh, love both on Retronauts and on the message boards. Um, my opinion of it is I found it, uh, the, uh, the overworld to be kind of uh, annoyingly claustrophobic in places. I thought it was kind of the antithesis of the original Legend of Zelda. This ain't a quick thought, question. I thought this was yeah. a short question, not a, not a tirade. My, my, my short answer is that that game is short and self-contained and, and easy to get through quickly. My answer is that, like it's, it really, that. it's really, really fun. Yeah, that's my answer. My answer is that I was 14, and it was the most amazing portable game I've ever played at that point. Fair enough. Um, and then I've never played it since, so I've nothing to mind. So it's memory. still good. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. A lot, right, thanks, thanks a lot, Colin. Thanks a lot. Ah. Oh, man, we got to get some Famicom Disk System questions in here. Damn this guy. You can't right. remember. You you can't coax coach. Them. Yeah, you can't coach him. Hello, thank you for calling Retronauts. What kind of questions do you have today, sir or ma'am? Hi, I have sir. less of a question, and yes, indeed. Oh, also, wait, wait, stop. Who is this? This is Jake. Okay, hey, hi, Jake. Jake, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Redmond, Washington. That's oh. so fascinating. So you're you're. In Are you calling from yeah. Nintendo headquarters? And can you give us I, any inside information on Skyward Sword? I can make up information on Skyward Sword. <laughs> All right. Well, go ahead and ask your question first, and we can get to the lies later. Sure. Um, so I think that Zelda Two has one of the greatest video game endings ever, and I think it's a bit mm -hmm. underappreciated. Uh, does anyone there remember the ending to that game? Doesn't a curtain come down and like, kisses Zelda, and that's it? Yeah. Unless uh, you're talking about the Dark down. Link thing. What's no, that? The, the Dark Link. The Dark Link. Oh, are you talking about the final, the final battles? I'm talking about the final quote. 
the final in a game quote. that has all these I am error, all these beloved quotes. Yeah. Thanks a million. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I didn't remember that, actually. Uh, that, yeah, that is, that is a good ending. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I once beat the first castle in Zelda 2. Wow. That's it? I, felt, I felt really good about that. My favorite moment in Zelda 2 is still when you uh, when you have to find the child and you find him and, like, just, you know, yep. picks him up, yeah. puts him over He's his like, head like an item, and then stuffs him in his pocket. That's yeah, pretty great. My favorite thing about Zelda 2 is that there's a palace called Parappa Palace, and I'm still putting together my grand unifying theory of the Zelda universe and the Rodney Greenblatt universe. <laughs> and one of these days, one of these days, you watch for my fan fiction, it's going to be amazing. All right, thanks for calling. Thanks. Looking forward to it. All right, thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. This I, wanna, why we, I just want some asked, silence. This is why we asked them where they're from, because that guy was from Red Bull I know. Washington. We get to make the little See, there's that, that single call again. It's just like the phone is saying, wait, pay attention to me. Oh, there it is. There, there it is again. There it is. Whoa, that was get weird. It, get it. Get it. Right, get right. it. Get it. Get it. <laughs> Greetings. Welcome to Retronauts. Ah, ah, ah. One shitty joke. Ha, ha, ha. Hello, caller. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I finally got through. Um, this is um, Jed from uh, Pittsfield, New Hampshire. Hi, Jed. Hello, Jed. What's up, Jed? Um, I was just wondering if nobody asked you if you got any opinions on your uh, favorite Zelda game. Favorite Zelda game. Yeah. Well, someone just uh, challenged us to say that Link's Awakening was our favorite Zelda game, although actually I don't think it is. But mm-hmm. Chris, what's your favorite Zelda game? I, You know, I, I this is going along with the theme of today's podcast, but I, my favorite Zelda game is Link to the Past. Having mm-hmm. thought about it, I really love Link to the Past. I was so impressed with it at the time. It's still so big. Um, you know, compared to other games at the time, it was was really impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, again, you know, last time I played it was probably more like ten years ago when I played it on like my Game Boy Player when when yeah. that thing came out on the Game Boy Advance. But I still just absolutely loved it. And thinking was, about, this podcast makes me want to play it again. Link that was really the first time Nintendo ever got cinematic. Like the way it opened yeah. up with the rainy night, and you go out into the into the dark yeah. and have to find your uncle. Yeah. And the last, you know, the last caller was talking about Zelda 2's ending. Zelda 2's ending being interesting. Zelda Link to the Past ending blew my fucking mind when the when the credit song segued into the the violin, the strings version of the Zelda theme. I could not believe what I was seeing. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, my favorite, um, I don't think anyone else is going to say this, but I think Twilight Princess is the most solid one. I think Twilight Princess is great. Yeah. I yeah. think it's. I think it's. Uh, it caught so much shit for God knows why. But it was a great game. And, but that yeah. said, uh, Wind Waker, I have never finished and always wanted to and might be my favorite, if at least my second favorite. Yeah, I, I really can't pick a favorite. I mean, I spent so much time and had such a, a, an amazing, formative gaming experience with the original Legend of Zelda, and I still love that game, despite its, you know, myriad flaws. Uh, I, I still I can still lose myself in that Hyrule. But, you know, I also loved A Link to the Past. I loved Wind Waker, tons, 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 and despite the fact that I had to marathon it in, like, four days to review it before the Wii launched, I really loved Twilight Princess. Like, there is no single Zelda game. I guess it, it depends on which day of the week you ask me. Since it's Friday... I'm going to say the original Legend of Zelda, but tomorrow it'll probably be Twilight Princess. What's your favorite game? Zelda um, game. I'll have to go with um, Ocarina of Time. I can't wait for the um, 3DS one. Coming very soon to your 3DS. I'm looking forward to that yes, one. Yes, sir. Yep. 3DS available right now in Japan. Right, right now. But right not, now. not Ocarina of Time. You no. have to wait a few months for that. No, no you do. All right, thanks for calling. Thank you. Sure. All right, we should do one last call. That's not it. That's just a fake. We've learned we're wise to your tricks, Mr. Telephone.
So I guess I was Just totally wrong call, about huh? Famicom Disk System. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep taking calls until someone asks us. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, maybe not. Uh, people will be happy that we're taking their calls. Welcome to Retronauts, and congratulations on being the final caller for this exciting and amazing episode of the show. Who are you? My name's Duncan. I'm from Mission Viejo. Okay. Hi. 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 Um, Hi. I imagine you guys have already talked about Link to the Past a little bit. Hi. Over and over. <laughs> Go on. But, um, um, so I was kind of bothered by the growing linearity of Zelda games, at least in the main series, and I was wondering if there were um, particular things about Link to the Past's openness that you'd like to see come back and if you expect it actually to do so. Uh, it's not quite the same question we got before. It is very no, similar. No, it's not. Though. It's not. It's not. It's it's talking yeah. about not about handholding. It's talking about the progression of the yeah. game. And actually, a Link to the Past was a really linear game. Like I don't think it was possible to go out of sequence on the dungeons. Was it? I don't know. Um, Caller, do you know? You totally could because you had to. Uh, if you went and got the Rod of Samara or whatever and came back to the Ice Palace, you broke it. Oh. Do you remember that? No. Make the blocks. I thought that had a really difficult um, puzzle, uh-huh. and if you went to the next dungeon and you got the item from that dungeon and came back... Yeah, but you just... couldn't you couldn't actually complete that next dungeon until you'd finished the one before, right? That's true. Yeah, but I mean, you, you could you could kind of wander around, but eventually you'd hit a, a, a yeah, blocking okay. point. And so you, could, I guess... you could do a little bit of sequence breaking to make things easier on yourself, but what you're saying is you had to do those dungeons in order. Yeah, the only yeah. really genuinely non-linear Zelda games, to my knowledge, have been the original game, which you can like you can go crazy out of order on that one. And also, um, the Oracle of Seasons was somewhat non-linear. I, I beat a couple of the dungeons out of sequence without even realizing I was doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just that like, I, when right. I looked at the status screen, I was like, oh, I just beat the fifth dungeon, and I still haven't even found the fourth. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Zelda's, Zelda's issues are all video games issues. Zelda's becoming more linear. All video yeah. games are becoming more linear. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't mind Zelda being allowing me to juggle like two to three dungeons at a time. Like, yeah. if I'm stuck on one, I could still go to another one and yeah, that was, clear my head. That was something I really enjoyed about Dragon Quest Nine is that once you get into the uh, to the main quest where you're finding the seven golden magic fruits or whatever, like you can actually tackle a bunch of those out of sequence and it, it makes it a little harder for you if yeah. you go up to dun- the dungeon that's supposed to be seventh before you yeah. tackle the fifth and uh, you know like that kind if, of thing um, is fun. If uh, if if somebody making a Zelda game you know eventually decides to to try that, we we could see a return to Zelda linearity where you could you know go to any one of a several different dungeons and mm-hmm. try to tackle it in your own way. But given that the last Zelda game. Spirit Tracks literally took place on a straight line. I'm not actually sure if uh, that's going to happen. Well, as we also discussed, it was kind of crooked. Spirit Tracks didn't work also. Right, yeah, true. So, uh, hey, thanks, caller. Thank you very much. Uh, You want to do one more? It was a pleasure. Yeah, we're going to do one more. A bonus bonus call? Okay. Okay. This one had better better be about Famicom (laughs) Disk System or... I'm going to fricassee you're gonna, someone. You're going to lose your $50 bet with Frank. Mm-hmm. Wait, well, there was money involved? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you weren't here. We settled it with you. Oh. Hi, thanks for calling Retronauts. Please save me $50 and ask an awesome question. My question will be very awesome, Jeremy. Okay, uh, who is this? Aaron from, this is Aaron from New Zealand. New, New Zealand? Zealand. How, wow. Are you, you're not calling long distance, are you? Yeah, I'm calling long distance. Of course, he's okay. calling long Let's distance. Make this, <laughs> no, I mean, like, from New maybe Zealand. he's using voice over IP. That is my my question here. All right, we won't waste your time because this is probably costing you like twenty dollars a second. So please ask your question, Aaron from New Zealand. Okay, um, with Zelda, it's always stuck in the same time frame, no matter what timeline theory you subscribe to. But it's taken course over like hundreds of years. Do you see, or would you want to see, Zelda in like a different time period? 
like with uh, spirit tracks that kind of went for the industrial age, but would you like to see them tackle in a different time period, and do you think they will? Yes and no. Like, I want to see Zelda in space, and it's never going to happen. Oh, no, you don't. I want I want Caveman I Zelda. No, I, I never really thought about the setting. Like, it's just kind of, you know, this fantasy kingdom. And yeah, I mean, it, can, it happens like, at different points along the fantasy timeline, but... Well, to me, it's so far removed from our reality that, yeah. like, any innovation can happen at any time, and I accept it. You know, trains can suddenly materialize. It's like, okay, there's trains now. Right. I'm fine with that. I want Zelda in a, in a post-apocalyptic burned out, you know, remnants of a city or something like that. I enjoyed the uh, the Western-influenced part of Twilight Princess a lot. That yeah. was kind of cool. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the Western-influenced part of Spirit Tracks, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the just riding on the rails and listening to that yeah. whistly song. That was that was fun. I, I know a lot one, of people but... didn't like Spirit Tracks, but yep. I enjoyed that. But I, I don't know. I kind of see these fantasy universes uh, uh, in the way that you sort of see uh, the Ivalice universe from Final Fantasy series, where you have Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy Twelve that take place in the same world in the same you know continent, but over the course of several thousand years apart, and they still kind of have the same general, uh, like a similar aesthetic, but the details of, of that world are different. And uh, I guess Zelda's kind of the same way. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. My actual answer to that is that I don't want them to have to be confined to one sort of time period aesthetic. I would rather they do what they're doing now, which is, you know, have carte blanche and just take influence from whatever they want at any given time. True, it is timeless. Yep. It doesn't exist. I wouldn't mind seeing some more steampunk in Zelda because I feel like that that fits nicely. As long as it's not super pretentious and like if Link wears a monocle and like a top hat, that's going too far. But Mm. (laughs) Uh, I still want Zelda in space, and that is the only correct answer. What where would you like to see Zelda? What what kind of setting? I don't know. I was playing uh, Splinter Cell Conviction and just that sneaking around part of it really felt like Ocarina of Time when you were sneaking around trying to get to the princess. And I don't so know if I really want to see it. In... Well, it felt similar. But even just with Assassin's Creed, how they, like, changed time periods, but it was still in the past. Like, I don't know. I'd quite like to see, like, more machinery in the Zelda timeline. That's kind of the stuff I'd like to see it go, because it's all mechanical and stuff. Yeah, well, there I was think... a train in Spirit Track, so maybe they'll be taking that. Yeah, you know, all, all the dungeons are kind of elaborate machines, too. I think what you're saying, if I may put words in your mouth, is that you'd like to see somebody take a big risk with the Zelda series and really change it up. Is that, would that be about right? Well, don't you want that? Of course, yeah. I've, I've wanted that ever since Wind Waker. At the end of Wind Waker, they sail off into, like, a new kingdom to establish a new land, and I thought, this is it. This is the moment where they need to, like, put their foot down and say... All that's, that's come before with Zelda is the past, and now let's do something crazy and new. And of course, they didn't do that, but that would have been, a, that would have Zelda been the has become Sim City now. <laughs> and you're building towns and uh, establishing and you're fighting, commercial you're zones. fighting Muslims in the Crusades. Yes. Or, yeah. <laughs> Controlling diseases. Well, thank you. Uh, was, yeah. was it Aaron? Aaron from New Zealand? Yep. All right. On the message board. All right. Thanks All right, a lot, thanks Aaron. Thanks for calling. Thanks. See ya. Fifty bucks, buddy. All right, <laughs> here comes here comes the cash, and here comes the ringer off. Oh, it's like magic. So, uh, you guys want to talk about the Famicom Disk System? <laughs> that Famicom Disk System, that sure was great, huh? Happy anniversary, Famicom <laughs> Disk System. No one loves you no except one, us. Not even no, no, no one you, loved you. Yeah, you, don't you were the birthplace me. of so many amazing video me. game series that are all going to turn twenty-five next year. I know. Yeah, so, actually, well, no, this Zelda year, this year. Uh, Castlevania, Kid Icarus, Castlevania. and Metroid. Oh, those year. were all. Oh, those were all eighty six. Yep. Yeah, they were eighty seven yeah. in America. Gee, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. 
You better not uh, scoop oh, us it, on our anniversary stories, him, Wired Boy. That is what I always do. Whenever <laughs> scoop. The, the second this thing happened to... 25 years ago. What a scoop. <laughs> Holy penis, what a scoop. <laughs> All right. So maybe we'll talk about Famicom Disk System some other time. Then again, maybe no one gives a crap, so we'll never talk about it at all. Oh, let's just start playing some games. And... Actually, let's fake out everyone at um, at PAX East and talk about the Famicom Disk System instead of the 16-bit arrow. Won't they be surprised? <laughs> Not one of they listen to this, they won't. Oh, damn. Damn it. And they probably will. If only I could edit this out. Damn. All right. Well, anyway. You can't. It's live. I know. Damn. Happen. Hoist by my own petard. All right. So anyway, thanks for listening to Retronauts episode Retronauts Live episode two, and thanks episode for calling in. Uh, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, Frank, no. That's a lie. That's a dirty lie. I will not own to that. Um, join us again some week. That might be next week for some topic that won't be Zelda or probably not Famicom Disk System either. Next so, week is GDC. Yeah. I know. So oh, okay. who knows? Maybe I'll find some we'll cool person. Mark Cerny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we could probably do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah we totally should. We'd, yeah. we'd need more than half an hour for him though. It would you take like so? half an hour just to get through his. Haven't uh, we like, interviewed him like twelve times? Whatever. We haven't had people calling in for him. Though. Oh, that's no. true. Ah. Retronauts live. I forgot. Although about actually, it would probably take thirty minutes just for Sam to stop like kissing up to him. Mm. Well, we'll Sam, Sam, Sam loves him office. some some Mark Cerny. <laughs> Who doesn't know? Let's let's get a Wada instead then. Yeah, that'll oh, yeah. be easy. Well, he'll yeah. be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's alright. Yeah. No one will no one will be like guarding him after his, he made some his old video talk. Games. And yeah. we'll only talk to him about like NES pinball. Like that'll be the only topic of conversation. <laughs> He'll love it. He 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 programmed it. Yeah. We could talk to him about balloon fight. Like what was it like programming balloon fight for you? Know? Did you disassemble Joust or did you just copy? <laughs> oh. oh, we're on a good off to a good start. All right. <laughs> with with questions like that, we'll be sure to get him in the studio. Who wouldn't love us? All right. That's that's it for this show. We're done and we're not talking anymore. Okay, bye. So there.